0: Here we go.
1: All right. It's another Monday. I'd like to welcome you to another edition of You Believe What, a local podcast with a group of ordinary gentlemen having some extraordinary conversations. Tonight's topic is going to be Does evil come from within? And if so, why? I'll let you ponder on that for a second as we get all the formalities out of the way. I'm your host, Chris Allen. To my left, we have Tyler Montague,
2: Chris Johnson.
1: Michael Wooten and Lashana Duard. All right,
3: so let's get into it. So this is something that I kind of wanted to wait until the entire group was here, because I know that everybody's got some, some great insight into this particular topic. Um, so I'll go ahead and start it off and say that does evil come within? Yes, definitely. I think the majority of it comes from within. Um, it's very, it's a very complicated subject. Um, I would say that we are all wired a certain way. And I think that internal wiring is what really guides us in the direction that we're going to go in life. Um, so for instance, um, <clears throat> one of the things that, examples that I have, so um, as y'all may know, is uh, I used to go to, the, to go to the church. I was raised in the Baptist church, and then I moved away from from Christianity and kind of went on my own path. But I never really believed from day one um, when I was a kid. So I kind of had my own path as far as how I was wired. So for another example, is um, I always wanted to find out how toys worked. So when I was a kid. My, at some point, my parents stopped buying me remote control cars and remote control airplanes and stuff because they'd end up in pieces on the floor. I was really interested in how things worked, so I think how we're wired really, really um, dictates where we're going to go in life if you're wired a certain wired a certain way, and then of course, obviously, your environment. Um, and I think that's a variable because. Your environment affects people in different ways. Like I've stated before, you know, my father used to drink a lot and then he, he got better. He's awesome now. But I didn't follow that path. I saw how, how he was, how he wasn't happy. And so I like, you know, when is you go out, start drinking 18, 21, whenever. I just never cared about that kind of stuff because of that environment and how I was wired. It, I went the opposite direction. Now, I do have one or two friends that their fathers did the same thing, and then they went right in that same direction, or they have an older brother or whatever. So I think uh, just to get things started off, I mean, that's how I look at it. It's a very complicated issue. Um, it, I think it just boils down to your internal wiring and then the environment that you're raised in is the two variables. And then it just can go back and forth. It might be 20% your wiring, 80% you grew up in a crazy environment. But then there's also people that have, um, have grown up in crazy environments, but still came out to be very productive members of society. So, um, yeah, that's just my two cents. I, I think it just it varies with each person, but I think our internal wiring definitely has uh, a big stake in how that goes.
2: Okay.
1: okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, first, I want to apologize to you. Because I was supposed to kind of define what evil was before I get through it to oh, you.
2: Man.
1: <laughs> you know that whole thing is that, we're saying, we, we, yeah, talk, that we, we talked about, we and talked this. about this. You yeah. know, th- that yeah. whole thing of a production meeting really is overrated. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go back and I'm going to read the <laughs> definition. <laughs> so that I can make sure that we're all kind of floating on the same path. And then we're going to just keep floating it around mm-hmm. the room. So what I wanted to present to to y'all now is evil is defined as a quality of being morally bad or something that causes harm or misfortune.
2: Okay.
1: And so to kind of follow up with you with what you were saying, I can I believe that evil does come from within us. That we are all born evil and we have an opportunity to become good. <coughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I got a different standpoint on that because I got a different outlook. Um, my my definition of evil from where I got it from was profoundly immoral and wicked. So if you're looking at that, um, I believe that being evil is 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 nothing. Being sinful is something. But being sinful kind of puts you in the part of being um, evil somewhat. So when I say that, God gives us the free will to do good. Like that was just point blank and simple. You know what I'm saying? God didn't create nothing evil. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking at within where evil came from. And with that stated, you know, keeping in mind, um, James 1 and 13, you know what I'm saying? You got to look at the Bible scripture on that because I look at everything biblical. If you're looking at where evil comes from without any, without a doubt. And um, God, you know, pretty much gives us the desire to do good in anything. And with evil being a set-off thing, it wasn't nothing that was, you know saying? It was nothing that was um, something God created for men to be like, you know what I'm saying? That was just their free will to do. Um, pretty much um, just saying that man was created innocent in every way, but um, God was created perfect um, with goodness and everything and wasn't evil at all and was still a powerful being, entity, and stuff like that. So to be that people are evil, no, they're being sinful because the actions they take on is evil. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really look at how... um, evil a person is you look at the actions behind what they do that makes them evil and um just um just stating that you know what i'm saying it's just just God just gives us the will to decide whether to be good or to be bad in that sense.
0: I think a little different I think that um evil is like i guess to be considered evil i think that it is something that is kind of taught, or the lack of being taught to an extent so like what i mean by that is as a kid you know when you're a child you're innocent you know um and <laughs> I mean, like when you're, when you're an infant like what, what infant I mean aside from crime when they want something you know like what baby would you be like oh that's an evil baby like, you know like who <laughs> says that, that? No, that's, that right. I yeah. know some pretty evil kids <laughs> but, so but as but a, I see what you're saying yeah. but yeah as you grow as the kid grows you know what not and the things that are not taught or the things that are not corrected you know those are things that are built upon and established and when that person when the individual grows older and if it's never done right, then it's wrong. And so I kind of see what y'all are saying or not, but I guess looking at it as a different point of view or a different, thing, a different way, uh, I just feel like evil is it comes from like the external of like what is not being taught environment. Um,
3: that's what I was going to ask. Like, it sounds like you're coming from yeah. the environment mm-hmm. argument. I mean, right? it, it, like comes, it, it, it comes, plays from a both. role. absolutely because yeah, yeah.
0: it's like if your parents never correct you and you get everything that you want to do in life, the first time somebody tells you no, you're gonna spaz out. Like, you're not gonna like <laughs> you know, because it's like you're not getting your way, and that's what you're accustomed your right. to. Absolutely. Uh, and then that, that environment is like, okay, you were spoiled. But also, if you grew up in the hood. And and hmm. you all you knew was violence your whole entire life. Like, when you see violence it doesn't I mean, it seems normal. So when you act in violence, it just seems normal. But that doesn't make that right. Yeah. Gonna agree with you on
4: that. See I, I hear y all you guys and I was going back and forth, like, is it within or is it without? Um, I'm leaning more to external factors. It's really how you was um the environment and things that you were taught things that you observe from an infant to a baby, to a toddler, or whatever. I think it's, um, I think it's external factors, but it also has a purpose. And that purpose is to choose whether to do right or to do wrong. Um, and speaking from a biblical stance, we do, we are born into sin, but at that point it's our decision, whether we want to, um, to make the right choices or to like to Chris's point, if you want to sin, which is which does consist of um, evil actions, so I think, yeah, I think it's definitely external factors that really shape a person to um, to just be an evil person or to do evil things. So,
0: and I also think another thing, like thinking back to like what Wooten was talking about, how we're wired. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we're wired in a way to decide whether or not to be affected by certain things, you know? So, like, we... Like, if you do something wrong, like, even as a toddler, when they start acting out, like, they know when they've done something wrong, it's just wired in them. But it's also that thing of, like, do they care or not? Do they want to try to hide it? Or do they knock the cup off the counter and not care? You know? (laughs) (laughs) And And I feel like, that's not necessarily evil in that moment because it's a it's a teaching moment because it's like all right no don't do this but if you don't teach that if you don't correct that that's where I, I guess going back to that I was thinking about what you were saying
2: but I look at it too as your attention like you know you could walk around here all day happy and you know whatever you know happy go lucky and then somebody make you mad. And you gotta think in your in your mind how mad are they gonna make you to where you gotta do or have retaliation against that person. So it's your free will to be evil back towards them, but then again you have your your the goodness in you to not you know react in a certain way. yeah, baby might not know what they have going on at that time, but as a as a grown adult, you know what I'm saying you have a choice to be right. And you have a choice to be wrong. No matter how mad somebody make you, you still had that choice to, you know, want to retaliate or, you know what I'm saying, be nasty. Just like if you go to the drive, drive-thru and somebody give you the wrong order. Man, I'm pissed off, man. You gave me the wrong order. I had a high, I, I, had a, I had a bad day today. You know what I'm saying? That's up to you to act that way. And then, in the same sense, if you don't show compassion to that person, you never know what that person is going through to the point where... Hey, they like, forget it. This is my last day here. I'm going to jail tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm going to blow your head off. You know what I'm saying? So you got to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Your reactions come with consequences a lot of times. And you know what I'm saying? If you don't think to the point of, okay, how evil you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Because there's always somebody out there bigger and badder than you or on the rocks and ready to knock something off. So you know what I'm saying? You got to think, too. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go out there with a big head and get knocked off and... And, and don't be here tomorrow because, you know what I'm saying, you had a simple reaction on something that could just be like, you know what, they probably having a bad day. Let me just knock it off. It is what it is. I'm going to go by my way. Because if you look at it in that sense, you know what I'm saying, God to still reward you in what you just did by just walking away. Because, hey, say you go through another drive through Hey, we're going to give you your meal for free. We want to thank you for coming by because, you know, this is what it is. Thank you and have a good day. That would make you feel 10 times better than you up there sitting up there arguing with somebody about something that really don't matter. So it's your intentions and how you react to a lot of things. Because if you react like you, you this and that, please believe, you know what I'm saying? I don't believe in karma, but things do come around to you whether you see it or not.
4: I feel like that was an example between Popeyes and Chick Fil A. just saying, I beat, but-,
1: but no. But I think going going with what you're saying, and I think it's the closest to the 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 best answer we can really give, in my opinion, is that yes, evil comes from within because that's a choice. But also, that does not mean good does not come from within as well. We have this thing where we just where it seems like if we say evil comes from within, then it's only evil. Or you know, so I believe that they both come from within you. You have a choice with every uh, interaction that you have on how you react.
2: And that's the point. And, getting it.
1: and that's and that's what I'm saying. So I, I I think that what I I agree with what you're saying. It's just kind of walking that out because we do have. I mean, because as you pointed out. When you, where you were talking about your friends, you know, you have a couple of friends who come from very similar situations from you who went the total opposite way of you, you know, everybody has their own choice. Right. And we kind of try to get away from that. Sometimes I'm saying that there's a lot of evil that we are subjected to that are, is just people letting what's in them out. And in order for you to be that good person, Cause I mean, let's be honest. We've all had that experience in drive-through where we wanted to get out and throw that cup back in the window. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's be—I mean, let's be, that, we've all had that decision to make, and I think it's just those those external influences, those things that you see around you, that kind of help shape your decision on how you handle that. Because God has given us the free will to choose how we live, and but that doesn't mean that it's not there. And where I believe we get in trouble is that we try to deny things are there instead of saying, you know what? Nah, I got an attitude today. (laughs) Today ain't the day for you to cross me. (laughs) You know, let's just be, you know, and today is the day for everybody that crossed me to get blessed. I've had those days too. But I mean, I think that sometimes we get away from that when we start talking about, you know, whether or not evil is something that everybody possesses. Because we just want to make everything black and white. And unfortunately, we live in a great world. Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. Right. Yep. And that's 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 up to us to pull the good out. It's up to us to put the good over the bad or the evil mm-hmm. in, in any situation beforehand cuz if you look at it niceness goes a long way before anything. And like like I was saying, you know, being good or not wicked is always better. Let's <laughs> see. Actually,
1: I have a follow up question for you, because you know we like we said this is always we got a starting point. We're gonna kind of start to go around a a little bit. (laughs) But so if I do good things only because I want good things, I I want people to do good things for me. Am I really doing good things?
2: But see, that's the thing—you gotta have a <laughs> mindset of not doing good things. See, if you break yourself out of a mode of doing good things and make it a routine to where you're not just doing it just to do it to get good back, to just do good just to do it and just feel good about doing it—that that, that's where a lot of that's where I struggle It's just doing it without trying to think about. Oh, well, I might get $100 out of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you look at it like that, and, you know, at the end of the job, hey, here's $20 and a dollar tip, thank you for your time. No, if you look at it like that, then, you know, you always subject, uh, subject it to uh, uh, um, not what you expected a lot of times. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it's I try to treat my ways.
0: As one who works in the service industry, you know, like, God That's something you. that comes up. Like, <laughs> it, it crosses my mind at times when like, I make coffee. I'm a barista. And uh, for those who don't know what barista is, I make a living making coffee. Um, and we do everything from doing latte art designs and stuff on top of the drinks. Um, and it's specialty coffee. So the coffee is not just your basic coffee that you can get at Starbucks. It's a nice quality. Um, all that to be said, so when customers come into the shop, Like, we're giving them a really good product. Like, we're not just going to serve them something that we can care less about. We're going to make sure that we put a lot of time and effort in each cup that we do. And pay attention to detail in each cup we do. Um, Even in the to-go cups, like, I'm doing latte art on top. Um, And so, there would be days when I would do, like, just working hard. Line, got a few people in the line. And I'm like, oh, this is a really good latte art pour. And that one person says, or they, like, you ask them... Because before during the COVID time, we had to ask people want to leave tips because they won't touching the screen, Mm -hmm. and they were like, "No, I'm not. I can't. I'm not gonna lie." (laughs) They said no, right, right, right. When they said no, there was something on the inside was like, you know what, I I ain't gonna slap that. that Yeah, like, but but the truth of the matter is like choosing like to like you know what, regardless of what they say, regardless of what if a person leaves a tip or not, you know, like I want to do excellence in every cup that I do. And so, if they don't leave a tip, I'm going to pour the best pour I can do. If they do leave a tip, I'm going to do the best pour I can do. Because I've truly seen sometimes with no motive, whether like knowing they tipped or not, and like they come back, and because it's a good product and it's good, and they enjoy the whole experience, they come back and leave a tip, which is not required of them at all. It's just gratuity. Mm-hmm. But it's like, to to get to the point where it's like, you know what? Whether they do or don't, I'm still going to serve the best I do because... This is what I represent, and yeah, right. um, yeah. And um, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool and I'm cool.
3: gonna I'm gonna kind of kind of touch on that too because I have asked myself like, because I'm gen- I consider myself a pretty decent person. So if you if you look on my Facebook, you will see all these times I pull over and just push people's cars out the road, like help them change tires. Like if I see somebody broken down at night, I'm gonna turn around and go check on. No matter who it is, because Mm -hmm. I would want somebody, and how I always say it is like, well, I'd want somebody to help me if I broke down, right? right. right? That's how I. That's how I live my life, and I've asked myself like, am I really doing that because I enjoy it, or do I feel like maybe if I put out enough good karma out there, maybe something good happened to me? And every time I ask myself that, and I doubt my genuine kindness that Mm -hmm. I have for people, my answer comes back, no, I just. I would want somebody to do that for me. Right. I would want somebody to come by and check on me if I'm broken down on the side of the road, like 50 miles out from anywhere. I'd want somebody to help me. So, um, yeah. So, so I'm agree with you. I think I think it it, co- it does come down to a little bit. Like for me, I feel like it's how I'm wired. I've always been the kind of I, I get more joy out of giving than than getting. Yeah. Right. So if I could. Man, if I was a multi-billionaire, I'd, I'd you know one of the thing, one of the dreams I've always had is like, you remember that old hotel that they just tore down on Capitol Boulevard? Yeah, <laughs> I always had dreams like I, you know, I could have bought that old hotel and fixed it up, and then had like, you know, homeless y- people, right, right, I'm to say, yeah, y- right, you know, um, and, and get homeless people, and then we can educate them, and then give them a little job or something, and then they can pay, you know, pay for their little room. You know what I mean? Just just to lift them up right. and then get, you know, just to give them that little bit of a boost and then a little bit of education to get going. Anyway, um, I feel like I, I I do genuinely do good just to make this world, part of the world a little bit better if mm-hmm. I can. Right? So there's, you can't help everybody. You can't do it. Like, I, it pains me when I'm sitting at a light and I see like somebody yeah. is like, and I don't have any money for them. And like, but sometimes I'll do like I'll turn around and I'll go to McDonald's and go pick up like a little a little number one or something, and then come around but right, come back. Sometimes they be gone, I'm like. <laughs> well, but I
2: before I it before and, you, know and, I, you <laughs> know,
3: and and it just you know I just I don't it, it it pains me to think that there are some people that probably do good things for others because they feel like well this will it'll come back. To me. Mm-hmm. um and sometimes I don't think that's Necessarily bad either Because I'm like if I put good energy out Maybe good energy would be around me too And I don't think that's necessarily bad either It's you know It's great <laughs> <laughs> all, all is a little great But I think as long as we all try and make the world a little bit better place the little In our little ways that we can I think that's you know There's nothing wrong with that right. But evil Like <clears throat> Axe murderers Right. Some of them, that's a good example of like, some of them have really terrible environments that they grew up in. And then there's other uh, serial murderers that grew up in a perfect home. Mom, dad loved them. You know, they went to school, had grew up perfectly normal. So I just wish I knew what what percentage of that wiring, that hard wiring we have plays a role. I think it, it just varies with different people because... You know, we we've already talked about it. Like different people handle situations differently, whether they're how they're taught or not. So that's it. That's that's all I got.
4: That makes me ask the question: At what point do you think something is considered evil? When you make a mistake, do you? Is it when the person chooses to continue to do it that becomes evil, or at what point does it become evil? Be so sin. a person
2: becomes oh. evil. Well, what is it? Be angry, sin not? That's what I was told. You could be angry about the situation all the time, not to cut you off. But until you put action behind it, I believe that's when it becomes sinful. And then once it becomes sinful, that's evil falling right behind that because there's no way around it. You know what I mean? not saying sit up there and let somebody slap you in the face, then again, you're gonna have to do something about that. You know, what I'm saying? so but you can restrain yourself. You can restrain them from hitting you again. Mm. But if they do it again, then, then that's another thing. So it's or just, you could it's just like, walk away. Just you get could, out, just but get out
3: of it, just get out of it. But uh, I see, And I kind of, I
2: kind of see because it's like you can go up and down with
1: it. But I think that's the point that that's that's the great point of that question is because. At what at what point does it become your responsibility to avoid the issue? Because, like you said, somebody can come up and slap you, and I uh, and, and I know you. It ain't gonna be me. Just want to make sure we understand that. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: nobody here <you> tonight. Know, <laughs> but I mean, I'm <laughs> just saying.
1: So if someone comes up and puts their hands on you, right. right? I don't think there's a person at this table who will say, "No, nah, you shouldn't defend yourself." But then you get to that question of Okay so Once wh- Where does the defense of myself stop And you catching this whooping that you walked up on <laughs> Start
2: But does that make you a big person to walk A bigger person just to walk away from that Or does that make you What, what the so called society say A punk
0: I feel like well <laughs> with that Cause I, I mean <laughs> When It's like Society will boost you up to go into something and, and to fight and and to stand your ground. It doesn't necessarily make you a punk just to turn away. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like it comes to I guess the moral code or whatnot, like of uh, like if you can defend yourself and not be evil, but mm-hmm. if you have efficient, like effectively defended yourself or got yourself out of this situation, and but you can go back into it, like you walk away, but you go to the trunk of the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like Thanks. at that point, <laughs> when <laughs> you you yeah, yeah, pop the trunk, yeah. like you've gone from like zero, zero, taking zero, this, zero. Right. taking your way self away from this situation. Which at that point, you go into the trunk of the car. Your your mindset's already going. I'm about to go get that tool. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're already thinking those deeper thoughts. Once you grab that tool, now you're putting those thoughts into action. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so I feel like it comes down to. Like once your your morals are like at that point, like whether you know it's bad or not, mm-hmm. like we know right from wrong, right. you know. Like yeah. the person who walks up and just smacks you, like regardless, that's wrong, mm-hmm. and you have a critical decision in that moment <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> to like. Fact, yeah, yeah, fr- first question yeah, is: Hold up, like what's going on? Why? Why are you? Why?
2: Why? <laughs> oh no i got I got to get you back right quick <laughs>
0: but like, and then even in that, like so it's like re- those reflexes, you know it's like we don't think about it, but it's like if you take that extra second, like, why this fool smash? Right, you know, right. like maybe I stepped in this dude's shoes a fresh James <laughs> and I didn't right. realize it and he just reacted, and it doesn't make it right, no,, but at the same time it's like if you can get yourself out of that scenario. You, you know, you don't and, take and it you too can, far because yeah. once you start
3: taking it too far, see, I see what you are saying. Then you are going from, you know, just defending yourself over to the evil side because mm-hmm. then you are finishing something that didn't need to be finished. Right. actually,
1: let's it. back that up a little bit because I am going to use your example because what, is what you just said because you said <laughs> you don't know what happened. What if you stepped on his fresh jays, right? Yep. So we've already, but we've condemned him for his action as that is a reaction but the reaction to fire back is okay. So what we've said is is that if you you step on his shoes and he slaps you because he reacted to you stepping on his shoes, he's wrong. But if you react and slap him back, you're right.
2: No. No, that's why he said diffuse the situation to see what was going on with it before. No, because
1: uh, no, because what you said was he step if you if he slapped you, <laughs> well, you gonna catch these hands.
2: That's what you said in the sense, Yeah, yeah. In yeah. Center, yeah. He gonna catch but
0: like, them, but- Wouldn't that be even an overreaction though?
1: Like our shoes that are worth it? No, I didn't right. say they were no. I didn't say they are. So like but, uh, but I'm just saying is yeah. that it's funny though, is that how but, that's the, the, we, the, but the, we, we can justify one reaction true. but not another reaction. And that's all I'm saying, is that in that scenario you've justified the reaction to hit him back. But you have but we we said his reaction to us stepping on his shoes is wrong. And you can and, and, and that's where I talk about that great part when it comes to whether when you discuss evil because like you said before, don't you don't know even what know what he's been through on that day. Right. You don't know if he just he could have just got fired, was walking home, got to tell his wife and his wife ain't going to be happy. OK. <laughs>
2: all, right, all right. Check this out. man. So, OK, you know, a lot of people have mental disabilities and they're already not in their right mind. So say if a person not in their right mind hauls off, didn't do nothing, didn't step on no jays or nothing, haul off and slap the file at you. And you're like, hold up, wait. You know what I'm saying? Your first reality is, and you could see on him that he's not mentally stable. So where do you go from there being to the fact that, okay, he's not mentally stable. You're going gonna to back back instantly because you're like, oh, yeah, this dude already crazy or something wrong with him. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to let that one slide. You know what I'm saying? Because that's it. But you can quickly diffuse that situation before you can quickly... Uh, Infuse another situation With him stepping on your J's And knowing he and his right mind So,
1: I'm just saying is that what you're saying And all I'm saying is that if you can take the time To think for one You should be able to take that same time to think for the other And then whatever decision you make Is the decision you made And see and that's where we try to That's where in my opinion we kind of Try to get out of some stuff is Because what we want to do is we want to have reaction On our side And not the others we want to justify what, why we've done what we've done, instead of saying, you know what, I have a responsibility to step back. Right, right. And that's and that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you, trust me. I'm not saying if, even if you stepped on, if I stepped on his shoes and he slapped me, I'm not saying I'm gonna walk away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. I,
1: but what I'm saying is that, you know, we have to be careful because when we start to try to define good, evil, and all these caveats, we don't want to uh, uh, say the same thing about both sides. And there's two different perspectives that the conflict is coming from. Now, I think when you talk about a serial killer or a child molester or a serial rapist, that's completely different. But when you talk about someone, you know, uh, something that might happen at the club, and I think well, it's, it's we're going to be honest, we've all been to the club right. and seen stuff by Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Look, never, I, I've never been to you never movie. been to a club? <laughs> <laughs> I've never, never got to experience that. <laughs> oh, okay. you not okay. I, I, You didn't miss nothing. That wasn't mine. You didn't miss nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever go. <laughs> Look, he can't now. True he can't go he now It yeah, yeah, ain't worth it now. I know it was <laughs> <laughs> It
2: ain't, it ain't, it ain't worth it now Even if you do go with the wife it ain't worth it <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy You hear me look,
1: True, <laughs> But yeah but I mean so I, That's all I'm saying is that you know When you go out and you start to We start to look at how those things play out It's amazing how Perspective changes Based off which side of the fence you're standing on
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's in everything. That's like a perspective is 100% reality or something exactly like,
1: like that? Exactly. Because, I mean, you know, I like you uh, Like you said earlier, you know, you got that kid that was raising the hood and all he's seen is violence. That's, his, that's how he knows to react to everything. That's what he was trained. That's what he believes. So that comes out a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. But he has the ability to change that path for himself. He just has to have the want to. Yeah.
3: Or, the, or the, the vision or wisdom too, yeah. because there are some people that just they're in whatever they're in and they just can't see their way out. So
1: right. I mean, they need have, they need to be able to see people,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. or read the spirit. But that's getting into yeah. them having a relationship with Christ and stuff like that. So that's
1: another. But I mean, yeah. But they won't have that without somebody who can introduce them and try to and and you know my little spell on that is it's someone who will try to introduce them to Christ and not introduce them to serving me.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. Well what do you say about that, Pastor Chris? Oh <laughs>
1: Can of worms open.
0: <laughs> Let's not do that. But no, I think that's a good thing right there, what you're saying. It's like for some that have certain environments, regardless of where they are, whether it's a hood or not, um, like to have somebody a role model, somebody to direct them in the right way, but to show them the correct way of thinking. Even if like what is seen as Morally evil or wrong like If someone shows them And willing to take time to invest into them Then there is an option An opportunity for them to become Good or to do good
2: And I can see that because that's how I was raised Because my father was never there As I say that every episode My father wasn't there So you know what I'm saying It, It took the community And actually it took this one guy We used to Somehow we used to go to the barbershop, shop and we um, got connected with this guy older guy, and we was cleaning um, cleaning the barbershop, shop and we see this one guy who was washing windows and he was like, hey, you want a job? Like yeah, help washing windows. So from that day on, since I say we was probably like thirteen to fourteen, we gained a relationship with him, and to to this day, you know what I'm saying? He's been a father figure, you know, with the absence of. You know, me having a father and stuff like that. i always been a positive guy, church-going guy. I, well, religious, Christ-going guy. So, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? So, And that's been a positive impact on my life. Because, you know what I'm saying, I do look at him as a father. And he didn't have to do the things he did. And he's been there for my sisters, my brothers, and stuff like that. So, um, shout out to James. Um, so, good people. So, and with my environment being like that, hey. You know it's it's it's
1: the turn you take you know what i'm saying so i can definitely yeah, see yeah. it and like you said and he presented you an alternate he, he presented you an alternate path Man. from what everything was around you and i think that there's a lot of times when we sit back and we think and we really think back over our life we can see people who gave us the path that we found ourselves on mm-hmm. and we, what we don't do and you know i think you know, as you try to kind of go through and you figure out where you are and where you're going, right? you know, it's like, it's great to have a five-year vision for your life. Mm-hmm. It's great to know what you want to do in 10 years. But if you don't know who you're bringing with you, right. it's wasteful. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have a responsibility because everybody, and like I said, in my opinion, everybody has that good and evil balance sitting within them. Mm-hmm. They just have to. They just need somebody that will show them what good and evil is, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that they can make the choices that they're going to make. And you know, I just want
0: to. I just want to say nothing that that made me have a, just a random thought, and I just want to like say it. it's like like a life that's lived without a legacy is like worth nothing. Like to to have a life and not to have a legacy, then it's like, what does that life live? Because once you're gone, there's nothing else of your existence. This here,
1: uh, just a random thought. No, uh, it's funny because that's not that random uh, Because a friend of mine was talking about it this weekend We were talking about it over the weekend um, There was a group of us, all of us went to high school together And one of the guys was talking about, well, I don't have kids And we were like, so? <coughs> There's more people out there <coughs> you know." Uh, but the thing is that you have to you know, I believe that you have to look for whatever your legacy is going to be And you have to understand that Your legacy is bigger than your seed so it steps outside of my children, my children's children. It steps outside of my name, mm. and we were always. And I don't know about y'all. Let me take that back. I was taught growing up that my legacy was my name. Yeah. And as I've gotten older and matured a little bit, I've learned that just a little, a little just, bit, just a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm very humble, <laughs> but <laughs> But you know, is that your legacy? Is what people will say and carry on about you, regardless of you having to be there. And, you know, sometimes that's the freedom you grant people. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes that's showing somebody that there's a different way that they don't have to grow up the same way you did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just understanding that legacy carries and you have to be open to it. And going back to evil And good I hope in my legacy what said Is that he presented a path To people who didn't think That there was an option Outside of the tradition mm-hmm. Or the norm Yeah, I
0: I, When you said that like I just continue to think about like Going back to the good and evil It was like would your legacy be good or evil? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like what's remembered of you? Would that be something good, positive, the things right. that you've done, how you affect people's lives in a good, better way, or is it what people why is, remember?
3: Why is that important?
0: I mean, it's not, and it's not necessarily that that's like important, but it's like is the things that you leave behind the impact, the impression that you have on people? Is is it that? Oh, every time you turn around. He's swinging on somebody. Every time this person was a fool in the street, <laughs> you know this person. So you're
3: basically, you're basically saying try tr- try to leave the world. When you leave this world, leave the world a little bit better than. A positive impact. Right.
2: Look at look at Jesus Christ. He left a major impact, and it was a positive impact on life and others to get saved and continue to live out a legacy of being good.
3: I'm gonna disagree, but
2: that's a, that's for another time.
3: Um, okay, okay, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> so what i was saying no, that, is that like, that's all I
0: got. It's like when we were talking about like good and evil, and like does it come from within? I feel like um, it also like the effect after the fact, right? So once you're gone, you know, like that still can like remain, like if you're. Think about some of those serial killers that people talk about and they're like studied about Mm -hmm. in colleges and stuff like that. That's a legacy, but look at the impact and what they're like remembered for. You know, Um, it's it's not good. Um, And so it's like, just like, I guess in my mind, like combining those two thoughts together because it's like the evil that, or the good that's within us uh that if it comes out like those things are going to last whether it is going to be good or bad
1: no i, I agree because I, and i believe it is important because when as your legacy goes it might hold on let me say this right it's important but it ain't important to you because your legacy will not benefit you but what your legacy will benefit is those who come after you, because now that option, that ideology, that ideal you represent, mm. and sometimes it's better to be, well, in my opinion, it's better to be the story of escape and success, than that so-called story of strength that died out at twenty. You know, because it's and I'll just say from when I was growing up, there was a whole lot of people that were talked about and revered in my neighborhood growing up. But most of them died by the time they were 25. (laughs) Hmm. You know, I was taught to idolize the thug, the drug dealer. You know, even when you talk about serial killers and you think about it, you know, there is no good people channel. There's no A and E special this, coming on this week about the Good Samaritan, <laughs> but that's I mean, a good point. Yeah, I mean, but you know, because they, the the media, everything wants us to always see the bad. Mm. They want us to see the evil, so we emulate that. Mm. They you, oh, go ahead. You, yeah.
3: I'm gonna disagree with. You. I don't. I don't think that's something that they want us to emulate. Um, I think that just comes down to capitalism, really I think that's because that gets clicks that gets views. I don't think it's necessarily um like think about gangster movies and war movies and whatnot like that stuff makes money that's that's what that's about. It's
2: not about no, anyone no, to emulate but, it, but, 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 no, not really because it it may make money, but then again, you don't know who is it, who is, is influencing. Like, a young kid might be like... Oh, look at um, like you just said, minister society while ju- whatever, drinking the juice in the hood. <laughs> a little kid see that and think that's cool. Oh, I'm about to go get a bazooka or whatever he had in the back <laughs> of that mail truck and <laughs> shoot up something. That, that that that's 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 called brainwashing. You know what I'm saying? They do a lot of brainwashing to to dumb down certain people to the point where you know they don't have an outlet or they see that and can easily access a gun and go and shoot up anybody. So you can't really say I don't see it as Capitalism I see it as Somewhat of an influence a negative Influence at that
1: for sure And and I think the answer The capitalism comment I would say I can understand that Point of view but then I would Ask you we're going to step into And we're going to look because I don't think We I think we should go back further Let's look at the last 70 80 years I want you To name for me The masculine strong Father, black figure that we've been shown in the media,
2: Mr. Huxtable.
1: See what they've done to him. <laughs> 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 I no, mean, so. he kind of had that coming though. But anyway, yeah. um, did he? Because the only thing that you know is what's been reported,
2: right? Because you don't, you won't. Do and see, and that's
1: and that's true. and and that's the caveat. That's you go true. back and you look at, and I'll say this. I love I love Prince. Let's look at what Prince had to do physically, what he had to portray, what you saw of him. Mm -hmm. Think about it. If Prince was, I'm trying to remember his name now. Oh God,
2: Uh, uh, Bruno Mars.
1: No. Oh God, no. Um, (laughs) uh, The the black dude that played Shaft.
4: The original.
1: Oh, the Mm -hmm. original. Don't be coming no Samuel L. Jackson that ain't no chance. <laughs> That's gonna get you put out. <laughs> Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree. Yeah. yeah. Think about Richard Roundtree and what he represented. Oh, and he yeah. didn't start yeah. to get any props until he got into his 80s. <laughs> right. Mm. But Huggy Low Down. Now, now start to go through the black exploitation films that came out in the same area. Right, right. Think about think of when you think of music, you can't name a black male that was consider- that can be considered a strong man in, the, yeah. in any era. I mean, because what the best we got is what Michael Jackson, no
2: nah.
1: Prince, no nope. James Brown, <laughs> Muhammad Ali, and you see what they did to him, Muhammad Ali. But I mean, when you think about what was represented with Muhammad Ali, I'm he was he was a black Muslim, right? Yeah, of course. And of course. then he was an adulterer.
2: Oh yeah. Well, they
1: put, they uh, didn't oh, oh, out, oh, they don't put out. They, they put all his business yeah, in the street. The they made sure everybody knew what was going on with him. Look, you go back into the uh, the uh, late seventies. They loved OJ Simpson till he married that white girl. And you see what? what they did to him. Yeah. Because what you're seeing is that what they will what they refuse to let people see. And the thing that we have to make sure that we work on and we're showing people in our community is they refuse to show people that there can be a strong. Black man who is faithful to his family, who loves his community, and who's willing to go through and do anything. We have to look to find those people. Mm. But they'll take it took them no time whatsoever to get Flavor Flavor reality show. It takes them no time whatsoever to blow up T.I. I mean, if you think about it, when you think about the things that they start to push out, do you think it's just happenstance that there's not been one? It's a good point.
3: I still <laughs> think money is part of it, though. It can't be all of it. I'm, it I'm might gonna... not be
1: all of it, but definitely money is part of it because. Well, see, well, the part of it is money is going to get. Well, yeah, that, well, yes, money is a part of it, but that's because the people on the other side of the fence aren't going to go out and they ain't going to support certain things either.
2: Right. If they don't see a profit from it, they're not going this and. into mm-hmm. I
1: mean, I think we all saw the five heartbeats. What, how my man said, well, what are we going to do when we lose our audience? Mm-hmm.
2: We're never going to get them back.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, but it's, it, it, if you go and you watch a lot of the um, any of those uh, Motown documentaries and you hear Barry Gordon talk about the process of creating artists, why whenever he, whenever you saw any type of artist with him, you usually saw them in groups of four and five mm-hmm. and not just talking <clears> about those <throat> four or five members in the group, but how he put out the four tops, the temptations, the spinners and all this stuff. He did it all at one time. Is that because it was like, if I throw enough at the branch, one to stick. Right. <laughs> right. And, 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 and that's, is the way that, because <clears> we have never been in control of our own message. So that's why when you get a show in the 70s that has a strong black father who cares about his family and is willing to go through whatever it is to take care of and provide for him, they kill him off. Hello, good times. Right. <laughs> James Evans won't gonna last long. He represented too much. <laughs> and then the one that they turned around and gave us after that was George Jefferson. Why? Because he was telling out the he he was talking the talk, but he was selling out the dream. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, I I don't know how this has to do with evil, but y'all got by my chance. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but that's the thing is I think, it, like I said, it goes back to when you go back to evil is that, you know, good, evil. Representation is important. And our legacy and how we are represented and what that uh, lends from us for the future is how we leave the world a better place. Hmm. Is because there's somebody who hangs out around you who sees you willing to, you know, help anybody on the side of the road. There's people who hang out around you who see the fact that you're willing to go back and hand out jobs and hold people up. There's people who see that you work with excellence. I've seen the pictures of you working with the kids in your neighborhood, teaching them how to farm. Farming in the ghetto? Really? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, you know, the thing is, but that's that legacy lasts. Because as they grow What do you think They'll emulate And that's where We have to fight Against the evil That the world Shows us And especially The media Amen Yeah let's close (laughs) (laughs) Was that a change You
2: you want to speak About them But you don't Want to know about them Nah We going to end On
1: that (laughs) (laughs)
3: no, y'all not catching me no. Uh-huh. Not, not, not anyway. Anyway. No, No, not a chance and anyway, anyway, and oh, next man. week on
1: the show What we gonna talk about <laughs> And actually, you know what? we are gonna put that out there on this one We are gonna try to do this once So I figure if we put it out there, then maybe it'll actually happen <laughs> Maybe <laughs> But Tonight, we, I think we're Delving into evil is a good opening Next week Being that we're all a group of strong Intelligent black men we're going to talk about racism, but we're going to talk about reverse racism.
3: What you talking about, Willis?
1: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is that we always talk about, you know, the things that are done to us. But there's a whole lot of stuff that we do, but we do whether or not it is racism. That's a question. Hmm. I guess it gives us a lot to think about over the next week. So... Please be sure to follow us on Instagram, you believe what pod. At the Twitters, you believe what pod too. You can email us at youbelievewhatpod at gmail.com. We will be back at y'all on next Monday with something new. Another banger. We're going to talk about racism. It's going to get a little deeper up in here. It's hot in here now. <laughs> be good. We out. Peace. All right, y'all. This is- yeah. Peace